1: Welcome to the God Whisperers. I'm Craig Denofrio,
0: And I'm Bill Swerlo.
1: Today we're talking about Article 6 of the Augsburg Confession. I know it's Article 6 because last time we did Article 5, and 6 comes after 5 last I checked. A veritable
0: mathematical genius. Yes.
1: I, I, it only took me three tries to get through college <laughs> algebra. So
0: and and I, I can testify you were using your fingers.
1: <laughs> and toes. But I only had to go to 6. Uh... If you want to call us, <laughs> I'm looking at my book of Concord already, and we haven't even done the, the basic I, housekeeping. I, I can tell what kind of
0: episode yeah, this one's going to be. A be. Winner. Yeah.
1: If you want to call us, 626 593 7713, leave a message. No one does it. I don't even know why we talk about does it. Does that cost us anything? It does. Uh, I think it costs me like uh, 20 bucks a year or something yeah. like that. It's, it's pretty cheap. Manly Doctors 13 is what that spells. 626 Hey, can you do that in that Barry White voice that you yeah, are? Yeah, baby. We got uh, 626 593 <laughs> 7713, baby.
0: That'll get email. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, God Whispers at Gmail. Uh, well, the, the, the <laughs> yeah, see, now it's catching, isn't it? It's, it's contagious. It is. It's GodWhispers at Gmail.com. That's right. That is our web address, GodWhispers at Gmail.com for all you ladies who want to hear Christ. <laughs> Use more of his very white Use my voice. Barry white oh, Barry. oh man, you know, we're gonna have to do a whole episode with you doing very white. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, our web, uh, our podcast website is godwhispers.com or on iTunes. And uh, yeah, although and I, don't, yeah, I don't know how to, uh, well, you you go to iTunes, I guess, via iTunes. Yeah, The, the, the program, you, you yeah. just put in the search engine there, God Whispers, and, and there we you are. Come up, we have nine comments. We continue to have a five star rating. Wow. Um, that's all I know. I think I only made eight of those comments, so that's pretty good. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, uh, people closely connected with the show are responsible for at least four of those nine hey, comments. Hey, Paula,
1: <laughs> go make a comment.
0: <laughs> Just boosting our ranking there. <laughs>
1: Uh, the other thing is Twitter. Apparently, Swirla is tweeting. I, yes, tw- I tweet about once tw- tw- a month, tw- but uh, Twitter
0: Twitter dot com backslash God that's right. um, I don't know. We have a Facebook thing too, but you know, I can't keep track of all this anymore. No, nah, it's, so. it's too much technology. Although is a I'll, t- I'll tell you something, I just it, this was a breakthrough moment for me. I just figured out Facebook. Just now? No, not, not like just now, like yesterday or day before. I, I, I've, always ha- I've had a Facebook account for two years, but I just don't do much with it. And all of a sudden, just out of the clear blue, Facebook made sense to me.
1: You know, I am a crack whore for Farmtown on Facebook. Farmtown? Yes. I, I am just addicted to that game. I am <laughs> no, utterly I... Just, just fiend over that. I have a plantation.
0: <laughs> it's it's an amazing plantation. And what do you grow?
1: Uh well, right now because I cannot grow the number one cash crop in California um, on my farm, otherwise I'd be filthy rich. On I thought farm that town.
0: was I thought pharmaceutical use was legal in California.
1: Yeah, but you're not allowed to grow your own. So Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's that herb growing in the back of your herb garden there, boy?
1: And Swirla's home (laughs) address is.
0: It's oregano. I swear it is.
1: But uh, no, I, I've got corn. I've got some carrots going there. Bugs Bunny loves my place and all sorts of. Anyway, if if you're on Facebook, check out Farmtown. But be like careful real because
0: popular with the seven year olds. What kind of thing is this? Man? It's, it's it's
1: addictive. Okay,
0: all right. I'll it take is. your word. It is. For it is. My my brother got I me don't hooked do into, games, into it. He's ridiculous. I don't I don't uh, poke people. I don't do all the other.
1: No, that's really unfortunate. No, I don't. Would do you that. like to poke so-and-so? It's like no. no I don't want to. No no, no, no no poking. No here. throwing hamburgers.
0: No pie in the face. No you know. Um, I did throw
1: some T-bones the other day.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was worthwhile. I just delete all of that stuff.
1: (laughs) Okay. Uh, What do you want to talk about here? Well, you know, first, I
0: I still have to give some higher things props. Oh. Because I'm I'm still in my higher things. still on the high. And and then you're going next week for another dose. When this episode goes to air on Monday, I will be in the air. Uh, flying off to Grand Rapids, Michigan for the second uh, Sola conference of higher things. The first one was last week in San Antonio, Texas. We're hoping for cooler weather in Grand Rapids. And it better be cooler because our dorm rooms there do not have air conditioning. Whew. But, um, but we're doing uh, Sola is the theme. Uh, that's uh, sola Christ, Solus Christa, Sola Fide, Sola Gratia, Sola Scriptura. The great reformations. Christ alone, faith alone, grace alone. Are you
1: doing solo beer afterwards?
0: Scripture alone. <laughs> beer is never alone. <laughs> it's just a principle, you know. Beer is a principle. But we're, uh, no, we're, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Been working on my uh, my atheist talk. You know, I've been slumming with the atheists the last few months and uh, almost fell from faith myself there, <laughs> I'm back. Well, um, if it wasn't that, it was Roseboro's program that'll oh my drive yeah you to yeah we, we we should if people have not listened to what is it fighting for the faith yeah uh, the flagship one of the from the, the fifteenth July fifteenth uh, July fifteenth first segment two thousand nine first segment it happened yesterday as we're recording this today but uh, i just happened to be on facebook which i just figured out how to use a couple of days ago and uh, i heard that before and chris chris was as uh, well, a tie in i'm trying to i'm trying to create continuity for people who think we're ADD and just can't track the conversation which i understand that some people have been complaining about that. It's I think not it's not that endearing. we're ADD. It's I think just it's that endearing. they can't
1: keep up. That's the thing.
0: <laughs> the sheer the sheer speed of the, the velocity, intellect, the velocity, the intellectual velocity, yeah. cannot be sustained by the ordinary person. Um, but I happen to be on Facebook, and uh, Chris Roseborough, who is kind of he is the man of Pirate Christian Radio, the guru. Uh, was uh, was basically doing a countdown. He said that he's got five minutes to go. And and what was her name again? Shirley Phelps Jacob. Was it Jacob? Yeah, Shirley yeah. Phelps something. Jacob, I believe. Uh, but she was she was coming on Shirley Phelps, the daughter of the Reverend. Whatever Phelps of of Swirla tells me about this yesterday,
1: and I'm like, who? who, Michael Phelps's mom? You know,
0: (laughs) no, that's Debbie, and she's cool,
1: (laughs) right? And and then uh, yeah, it's it's Westboro Baptist Church, isn't it? This is a church of about 12 people. And they go out and just picket the most ludicrous. Well, the, these Any, are the guys that are patriotic. These are, or, yeah,
0: they're picketing uh, yeah. veterans' funerals. Yeah, huge mistake. Yeah, not T- good. Talk about your limiting move right there, <laughs> picketing. I was just, I just did a burial at National Cemetery Riverside yesterday, and a uh, huge, huge mistake to dis, dis the veterans. No, Do not. not. Actually, um, I have friends in Connecticut
1: who there's there's a bunch of vets that ride around on Harley's. And they're, they're called the Patriot Guard or something like that. And they actually will go to all of these funerals with their Harleys and American flags on the back. And basically, they're the barrier between the the Phelps weirdos of the world yeah. and a, a little bit of reverence for the dead.
0: I had a I had a, a, a Vietnam vet on a Harley at the this burial yesterday. Cool guy. Yeah. Very cool guy. Um, the, Her name is Shirley Phelps Roper.
1: Roper, just, that's just, it. Just,
0: just, just did a double check. Never, I never heard of her before, but apparently a lot of people did because when Chris announced the interview, uh, two reactions. One, how on earth did you get her? And B, everybody betting how long she'll stay on the show because she's known to just pop and leave. Well, the
1: other question that I had is, is Roseboro, what's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's a glutton.
0: He's a glutton for punishment. <laughs> this guy probably looks forward to colonoscopies. I don't know. I will bet he does. <laughs> so long as he can be a- a- awake and talking during the <laughs> procedure. <laughs> no <laughs> anesthesia, doc. Now let's get a running commentary on Chris Roseboro's <laughs> colonoscopy. But, but in fact, listening to this thing was a bit. of was about as pleasant as a colonoscopy. Oh, it was. With, a sh- it was without just
1: a, without, it was, without drugs. This man. was a train wreck. Oh, Oh in slow
0: mo, you had to watch. You couldn't not. And uh, well, I mean, first of all, you got that. You got that nasty. What is it? Kentucky? Where's she from? She's. She's. Where's the, Where's Westboro Baptist? Uh, uh, trailer park
1: somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> you know, um, where is this? For any of you who live in trailers, I apologize. I didn't mean to insult Good you. Good grief! But 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 she just spouts spouts the most hateful form of Christianity oh, I've ever ridiculous. seen. I, and so and we're doing real-time commentary on Chris's uh, Facebook thing, and I'm writing things like, I now understand and sympathize with Christopher Hitchens. <laughs> 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 I mean, if, if this is all that's left of Christianity, I'm going atheist, baby. I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. And you know the other thing, did you notice it? I, you caught a little of this backscatter, too. Yeah. Is she is a diehard Calvinist. Oh yeah, she says. You know, this this is this is God's proper work, basically to to punish sins, to punish the nation, and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, you know, they, these are the people that are holding up signs that say
1: God hates fags. God hates America. God their god is a very hateful
0: god. That's all that I know. Well, and, and not only and she said I don't I don't care how many times I mean Chris kept, just kept pushing and pushing and he did a nice job of basically um getting in step with her yeah. and then letting her just go wild off, off off the track. But but he did a nice job of basically getting her to say over and over again if you're not elect you know, if you're not one of the elect, you're going to hell and there's nothing you can do about it.
1: Right. Which which made me beg the question, why are you out there holding up signs saying God hates fags and then you're saying they're a bunch of reprobates anyway?
0: By, know, de- by definition. It, yeah, so... So what's so my motivation here? Why are
1: you telling these <laughs> reprobates <laughs> to, to repent? repent when they can't repent because they're reprobates <laughs> and they're not elect? And God only grants the elect the ability to repent or repentance, And and but you're not elect, and so you need to repent, but you can't because you're not elect. And it,
0: well, I mean, she just flat what? out says, you know, they they've chosen God's chosen them for damnation. There's nothing else you can. So why, why call them repent? Yeah, repent why, why protest?
1: Just just stand there smugly. Party and say, on, well, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. I'm, glad I'm not them. May
0: as well enjoy this life because yeah. that's all you got. What a thing! And the Calvinists kind of you know jumping out. Oh, this isn't oh, real yeah. Calvinism no, and stuff no, no. like that. Well, uh, you know, this is this is logically, if you want to go this logical logical end, this is it. You may not like well, the accent. You may not like the venom. But but th- this is. Where, this is where this is going to take
1: you. Now I'm going to be a little gracious to my Calvinist friends here. Why? Because they will point out that Lutheranism, taken to its logical extreme, is
0: universalism. Go for it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm willing for God to be universalist. You know, here's the thing <laughs> you, you cannot have you cannot have exclusive grace in Christ without. Also, looking at the inclusive grace in Christ. In, sure. in other words, and oh, yeah, I mean, she said it flat out because uh, Chris kept saying, you know, what did Jesus do on the cross? Did he die for the sins of the world? Did he answer for every sin? And she said, hell no. Yeah. You know, he died yeah. for those who repent. Well, He so, died for the elect.
1: So here's here's the big question then. Uh, since the Calvinists love their ordo salutis and all this other stuff. Oh,
0: don't spout that at me. Is God I haven't had lunch yet. Is God
1: inclusive first and then exclusive or is he exclusive first and then inclusive? <laughs> nice. So, I mean, this is really the difference between a Calvinist and a Lutheran. God is inclusive first and then he's exclusive of those who refuse to have him as their savior. Who refuse to be included. Yeah, they refuse to be included. Yeah. In the Calvinist world, God is first exclusive, and then he includes
0: his elect. Mm -hmm. See, the only way out of that conundrum is the the sort of the neutral position. God wants to be inclusive. He hates to be exclusive. But it's up to you to decide whether you want to be included or excluded. So there really are only three solutions to this. There is the, the God includes some and excludes others. Mm-hmm. God wants to include all and potentially would, but you got to want to be included and, okay. and decide that way. Or God includes all, and if you really don't like that, well, you can go to hell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, well, I guess the, there, there are two others. God excludes all and he includes all, which is universal salvation or just universalism, or there is no hope for you. Everyone's going to hell
0: yeah right <laughs> or there's well the, the other form of universal there's no hell well that that would be the god God excludes all but he's decided he changed his mind he's going to include all and and it's don't worry about it yeah um. Yeah, which is not a very loving
1: God. I've pointed this one out before that a God that you hate would force you to stay with him for eternity. That's not very nice.
0: Now, all of this is just kind of, you know, mental gymnastics until you take it to the cross and you basically say and ask what Chris did. And this is what I appreciated. I appreciated two things about the way he handled this. Plus, in addition to his not losing his cool, you know, now Chris is one of the coolest guys I know. I've never really heard him in action with something like this, but but he was gracious. He was kind. He was, he was gentle. Good. He was respectful. Yeah. Uh, he was very respectful. He was getting hammered. Yeah, he was getting hammered well, by was, this. She was just shrill. Kentucky fundamentalist yeah. or wherever she. No offense to Kentucky, but but I mean, this is Kentucky is one of my favorite. Wait a minute.
1: Where's Where's Internet Monk from?
0: Uh, Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kentucky is one of my favorite states. Yeah, you know, any state that whose basic industries are racehorses. Uh, distilling whiskey <laughs> you know, and tobacco. I mean, can't go wrong there. What a great state. How'd, well, they, ever make it, how'd they ever be Baptist? That's what I want to know. You're making a good argument for the God Whisperers moving there right to now. To
1: Kentucky? We can gamble, drink, and smoke. You would good. Just,
0: you'd just be concerned about the uh, gun laws in Kentucky. Yeah, there's that.
1: But I'd have to get a white suit
0: and go as the colonel. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I drive around in a white Cadillac with God whispers on the, on the, on the side. I think that'd be kind that'd of be cool. be good. Yeah. yeah. But, um, no, Chris did a really nice job, but, but the, I think the key to his line of argumentation always goes to this. He asked a couple of things is what did Jesus command the, the, the disciples to preach? Luke twenty four that repentance and forgiveness of sins and actually if you if you you look at at the Greek very closely and and there was one great moment where he's 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 talking to her in Greek he's yeah reading faith comes by
1: hearing and hearing by the word of Christ right. It's, that is not what it says. Well, and she breaks out the the King James version, like that's authoritative, and your Greek is
0: stupid. Well, you know? it's uh, well the King, like that the, kind the of the King idea. James makes a mistake in translation, or or may, I haven't checked the apparatus whether it's whether it's the majority text that does this. It's the only one that says faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, God yeah. instead of the word of Christ. Right. Um, all the other translations seem to go word of Christ. I don't know the history behind that. I'd be curious, but but she basically said faith comes by hearing only to those who hear the word of God and obey it. That's what yeah. she was that's what she was going at. Yeah. But he's quoting the Greek text and she's just she, That's scrip- not what it is. <laughs> <laughs> But but uh, if you look at the Greek of Luke 24 um, it says that repentance it's really repentance unto the forgiveness of sins or repentance into the forgiveness of sins and she does not understand the nature of repentance. As a turning away from something to something. Right. You know, that you you can't, it's not simply a turning away from sin, which is all she hears. You know, that's the work you do. You turn away from sin, and then God will forgive you and be gracious to you. But it's turning away, it's being turned, literally, away from sin to mercy and forgiveness. But there is no mercy and forgiveness in that woman.
1: Now, we're 16 and a half minutes into the God Whispers. But we're talking theology, is that okay? And I know some of you at home are saying, When are we going to get into Article 6? When are we going to get into Article 6? We're on it. This there is the new obedience. That's it.
0: This is it. <laughs> Man, we're getting better all the time. Yeah. Segways. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but these people are
1: all out. about obedience unto salvation is basically what it seems like. Right.
0: Right. It, it's, it's not repentance unto forgiveness. It's obedience yeah. unto forgiveness. And, and Chris kept coming back to that. And then the clincher, you know, what did Jesus die for? Right. You know, did he die for the sins of the world? Is he the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world? And it's like, no, oh, not the world, only those who repent and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, you know, it's what I appreciate about that is in its extreme form, see, it fleshes out what this theology sounds like. It's turning up the volume hmm. on this kind of theology. And, you know, people who hold it in, in kinder and gentler forms, I think, need to hear it. Just as, like, you know, Islamics who want to be kind and peaceful and good, you know, good, peaceable Muslims need to take a hard look at their fundamentalist form. Well, yeah. Because, because that, that tells you that's, that's the distilled essence of the thing. Isn't that true? You know.
1: So the distilled essence of Lutheranism is her church?
0: that's the distilled essence of paganism (laughs) no the distilled essence I think I think I think Chris was right there on the the essential the the chewy nougat center of Lutheranism is Christ crucified for the sins of the world every sin atoned for every sinner answered for
1: now I know we're making our friend Craig real happy talking about this Craig We'll, we'll discuss oh, 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 last names Craig. later. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And Craig. he just heard his name and he's like, "Yes. Yeah. Yes. Go get the yeah, camera." He's having a happy <laughs> moment with the god whispers. <laughs> but um I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> that's awful. Happiness will do that too. Yeah. To you. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no uh, I recently on America Online I got a email I think it's time email. for lunch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I got an email from a guy that I used to talk to eight years ago in the Christian chat rooms and this sort of thing. And he was a diehard Calvinist, uh, came over from Lutheranism into Calvinism, and he dropped me an email yesterday and he said, I'm back. And I just couldn't take it. And he, he still has a lot of questions. He's, he's unfortunately been indoctrinated in the Calvinist world. He's, he's reading Lutheranism through all the Calvinist categories. I'm right. like, no, you can't do that. Right, um, But... You know, I said one of the best things about being a Lutheran is I can look each and every person in the eye and say, Jesus Christ died for your sins and has forgiven you. If you refuse that forgiveness, that's your business. But he has. No Calvinist can do that. And so we find a lot of comfort in the gospel there.
0: Well, uh, anything less than that is not actually gospel. No. It's transaction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I love, I had a Calvinist friend who once told me that... Uh, Although,
0: let, let me correct that just a second. If, if you're a Calvinist, it's not transaction. I mean, it's, 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 it's yours from all eternity. Uh, the trouble is, there's right. no point even talking about it. I, I do not, somebody's going to have to sit down and explain to me Calvinistic evangelism. Right. I, it I it really goes like have... this,
1: and that's what I was just about to say, is it goes like this. Jesus died for sinners of which you're one. Good. So what? <laughs> you're one, but that doesn't necessarily so mean that you're one that he died for. Anyway. Ugh. Article six. New obedience. New obedience, which begs the question, what was the old obedience?
0: <laughs> there wasn't any. <laughs> uh, you want to read it or shall I? I've got books piled up all over the place in your kitchen table here. Um, yeah, I do. I do want to read it. Please do. I have to find it first.
1: Uh, are re- let- we reading the top or the bottom of Tapperd here? Tappard? I can't remember.
0: I which dropped is my Tapperd on your parking lot. Um, outside my car, and it, it, it fell out. It fell out of its second, now second binding. No kidding. So uh, this thing is looking used and Looks abused. Looks like you had
1: a page cut in half.
0: There. You, yeah. You, no. There, it's it's falling out. Omitting things the, from
1: Tapper. Yeah. Is this it? is
0: this is my. <laughs> You're like the Thomas I'm Jefferson the of Lutheranism. I'm the Marcion of the Book of Concord. <laughs> All right. Here it is. If the pages don't fall out from the from the Latin text, I prefer the Latin text. Is I, that the top or the bottom? The bottom, sir. Okay. We've determined that. Yeah. Uh, our church. Oh, and I always loved that. Not our church. Our churches. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as a Lutheran church, but
1: Lutheran churches. Wait a minute. What do we have in in St. Louis there in the
0: big building? That's a that's 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 a, a federation of Lutheran churches. That's not the true church on earth. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> our churches also teach that this faith is bound, is bound. Debeat. Wow. Is bound, indebted to bring forth good fruits and that it is, underline this, necessary to do the good works commanded by God. We must do so because it is God's will and not because, it's hard to do this, and, and and not rely on such works to merit justification before God, for forgiveness of sins and justification are apprehended by faith or received by faith. As Christ himself also testifies, when you have done all these things, say, we are unprofitable servants. The same is also taught by the fathers of the ancient church. For Ambrose says it is ordained of God that whoever believes in Christ shall be saved, not through works but through faith alone, and he shall receive forgiveness of sins by grace.
1: Ambrose is my patron saint, by the
0: way. Ambrosiaster, First Epistle to the Corinthians, one four. You know, I'm not. I, I, I haven't done the homework on the church fathers here. This may not. This this may or not be actually Ambrose.
1: This is one of those things where it's attributed to Ambrose, but there's no real proof that it was. Actually, Ambers. thank
0: you. Yep. Okay, that's you know because people will argue uh, like like the Orthodox who who really really put a lot of weight on the Church Fathers yep. will basically say uh, Lutherans cherry pick the Church Fathers. Of course, we do. And. Um who, who doesn't? <laughs> but but the point the point here and and, and uh, you know who's really good at this is Bill Whedon. Uh, if you ever hmm. go to Whedon's blog, he, he is really good. He's he's a real lover of the church, the early church, and and the writings of the church fathers. But he has found just some stellar stellar quotations, all in context hmm. of how the church fathers sometimes stumble across this 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 teaching of yeah. justification by grace through faith, but they're staying very close to the way of Scripture. And And so, this is not a novelty in the church,
1: well, one of the things that you look at with Ambrose is if Augustine was one of the greatest teachers of ancient
0: Christianity, Ambrose was his teacher, right,
1: so you know there's got to be some good stuff in there,
0: right, and even if it's simply attributed to it's a recognition that this is this is you know part and parcel of the early centuries of the church, yeah, and I mean, who cares? Who cares? Romans 3.28, we hold that a man is justified by faith apart from works of the law. Paul said it. That's so Are
1: you saying that St. Paul was a church father?
0: Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would consider him an apostolic father of the church.
1: <laughs> More authoritative than Ambrose? <laughs> yes. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? <laughs> um, w- article 4 is on justification. Article 5 is on the holy ministry, how justification is dished out, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, how it, how it comes to us. And um,
1: Article 6 here is the result of justification.
0: Yeah, what it does. Yeah. The fruits thereof. And fruits, I mean, that's really, that, that is so apt a metaphor, fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus says, make a tree good and the fruit will be good. Yeah. A bad tree cannot produce good fruit. And it will be cut down. And and I think you can push that metaphor for all it's worth. You know, I have an apricot tree in my backyard. There's some seasons when it produces apricots in abundance. There are some seasons when it produces nothing whatsoever. But it remains an apricot tree. Hmm. You know, it it it, now if I expect apples to grow on it, I'm looking for fruit in all the wrong places here.
1: Well, and then there are non-bearing fruit trees that, you know, they. They are, for all intents and purposes, an apple tree or an apricot tree or whatever, but they just don't bear fruit. And I think maybe we look at this a lot of times. There are those who are claiming to be teachers in the name of Christ, uh, uh, people who, who might appear on Chris Roseborough's program and others. <laughs> that, uh, oh. you know, for they, they have all the Christian trappings, but there is no gospel within them. And so all you get is is a bastardized version of Christianity. That can, can is we use that? Can we say that term, or do we need a homeschooler alert for that? Well, I'm going to bleep my next word if you keep pushing that one. So
0: <laughs> <it's, No>. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't we haven't had a homeschooler alert in a long time. Yeah. I, I think we've kind of grown up a little bit. You know, once once you realize you can say anything you I mean, want the, on a the podcast, fru- the fruit isn't forbidden the anymore. The fun it's not has so gone sweet. out of it. Yeah, now, now <laughs> you try to say something intelligent. That's like ee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the uh you know the, the when when we speak of fruit again too, I I to me that, that leads directly to Galatians five twenty-two, where in Galatians five Paul contrasts the works of the flesh with the singular. And it's a singular, not the fruits of the spirit, but the fruit of the spirit, which he kind of um stylizes in a sevenfold it's a sevenfold fruit. I like that. Whenever I see a list in the epistles, I start counting on my fingers, just like you did. You know, in, in terms of the articles, yeah. Um, I, I start counting on my fingers because they're usually stylized. And sure enough, you get a sevenfold giftedness of the spirit. And just to enumerate them: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, gentleness, and self-discipline or self-control. Paul says, "Against such there is no law." You know, th- these are the fruit. This is the fruit that the Spirit produces in those who are justified.
1: When I hear about the fruits of the Spirit, I, I hear a lot of law there also because I take an inventory. Am I this way?
0: Well, see, the thing is, but the, the law has, we, we've talked about this before, the law has got aspects. And, and this, is, this is the law describing what the fruit looks like. Yeah. So you recognize it, who would have thunk it otherwise? We think it's we think it's uh, some weird weird acts of holiness or something. And we're talking love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. That's that's the fruit. That, that's that's the descript- the sevenfold description of the fruit of the spirit.
1: Unfortunately, we are bound to the laws of Cronus here, so we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the God Whisperers, baby. <laughs> oh, man, Swirl is loving it. He's he's falling in love with me over here. It's like I've, I've
0: got a man crush at the moment. <laughs> this, this, is this is the start man. of a bromance. Dinofrio <laughs> just became sexy, <laughs> just like that. It's all in the voice. <laughs>
1: We're we're talking about Augsburg Confession, Article
0: 6, The New Obedience. That that voice brings a new meaning to Manly Doctors 13, I'm telling you. (laughs) God Whispers just became a babe magnet.
1: Babe magnets. Well, that's wow. why Swirla wears his collar everywhere. Guys, it let your babe have your magnet.
0: wives listen to this episode of The God Whispers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> by the way, before we get back into this, uh, I want to encourage people to go to newreformationpress.com and check out the lectures that are up there, the new ones with Dr. Rod Rosenblatt, which are a continuation of that, uh, uh, the gospel for those broken by the church. I don't have their website up in front of me. Uh, I've heard excerpts of this before. It's done with Craig Parton, who's an attorney and apologist. And it's really the gospel for those uh, in the church. And it's worth listening to. Uh, go to New Reformation Press. Check it out. They're coming out with some new T-shirts and all sorts of cool stuff. You can get your Week on Sanctification shirt there, which drives people like uh, drives me crazy. Drives people like McCain and Swirling Nuts. <laughs> yeah, right. and, uh,
0: That's not a happy-making <laughs> shirt.
1: <laughs> but they've got some other cool stuff coming up. I was just talking to them about some other future products that... Uh, I gave them a couple ideas, and they've got a few ideas, and and they're going to come well, up with some pretty cool stuff. They
0: may, and and uh, this is just rumor right now, but th- they may be coming the uh, the the place for uh, John Warwick Montgomery material. Yes, which uh, would be really stellar if that's this
1: the is case. in process. Yeah, uh,
0: because uh, you know, right now he's with some, some Canadian thing, and it, right. it's just hard to get to. Uh, it is.
1: It is, and and actually, the guy who's handling it is is. As I understand, he'll be glad to give it up because in all reality, by the time that you order a Montgomery book through Amazon and he pays for... He's in Canada, so the exchange rate isn't that great, and then... By the time that he pays for shipping into the States, and I guess these things have to clear customs and, and all this, he's taking a loss on some of these books.
0: Yeah, probably, he's probably tired of having his garage full of books, too. You know, when you're, <laughs> when you're a distributor and stuff, you've just yeah. lost your garage. Yeah. That's basically it. You know, yeah. like the people that do big-time eBay stuff, no garage. Well, in fact, they had no living room, <laughs> It's yeah. just all one big shipping shipping thing, so yeah, so
1: anyway go go to Very our cool. buddies at newreformationpress.com, dot com our our friends Pat and Ted over there who run that whole show and uh give them a little bit of your money and and you'll get some good stuff in return you know,
0: you know i I think I'd be thing... happier if they would do um a chief of sinners. Ooh, t-shirt. It's not a bad idea. You know, they, remember the, the the what's her Don't what's give her name? them any
1: Ideas. We'll, Shirley, we'll make our own, put Shirley, it in the swag store.
0: Sh- sh- Shirley, <laughs> Shirley Phelps Roper got really upset with Chris when he claimed to be chief of sinners. Yeah. And she says, "I wouldn't brag about that if I were you." Cuz <laughs> St. Mm, Paul did. <laughs> you yeah. know, what do you what do you offer what do you offer God when you have nothing to offer? You offer him your sin and death. Yeah. And, and and he knows what to do with that.
1: It's like I like to say to the folks at my church, the only thing that we bring to the party is a mess that needs to be cleaned up. You bet. <laughs> That's you bet. about it. Uh, so anyway, the new obedience. Oh, one more thing, New Reformation Press. They've got a really nice set of flashcards there for you. If, if you're wanting to actually memorize scripture and uh, be able to apply it to various doctrines of the church, it's always good to have a pocket full of these in your brain. So, um, you have you, a pocket in your brain? I do. Mm. I've got many pockets in my okay. brain. Most of them are empty. Uh, but you can, <laughs> you can get these flashcards. They're done by Dr. Rosenblatt actually. I think they were done by a bunch of his students that he compiled, but that's a whole other story. Maybe he did them. I don't know. But uh you can get these flashcards and they're really cool because on one side it says like Doctrine of justification. On the other side, you'll have Ephesians two eight and nine, or you know this sort of thing. So check that one out also. Okay, enough of the commercials for our buddies. Let's get back to Article six. I almost said four. Yeah, I'm obsessed with four.
0: When you when we start talking about faith and works, I, I think there are a couple of things. Well, one, just to get this off the table, is that that it's still today that Roman formula. That that saving faith is a in Latin a fides caritata formata. That is a faith that is formed by love. See, they they bring faith and love together as one thing. Mm-hmm. And so, faith and love are are they're like maybe two sides of a coin, but they are they are together inseparable. And so. Um, Faith through grace gives rise to love which fashions faith. It's kind of like a circular thing. But they would say that we are saved um, by grace, infused grace, through faith that is formed and fashioned by love. Was this part of the whole debate
1: that uh, the Lutherans were involved with where the Roman Catholics were saying that love brings truth and and the Lutherans said, no, 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 truth brings love
0: i don't know i don 't know about true the truth in love i mean here i 'm looking at faith and love um, and and uh, I, I don't know don 't know about that okay don 't know about that but this 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 was this is almost um bumper sticker in latin this fides caritata formata that is faith fashioned or faith formed by love it 's still in in every roman Catholic document, even the document on justification, where they signed, you know, with Lutherans, they're saying we, we kind of agree, but we disagree, but we agree. That comes up again; it's a big thing mm-hmm. in in, uh, in Lutheran Catholic dialogue. Is a proper relationship between faith and love, which is really faith and works, because love is the fulfilling of the law. And so, if you were to want to describe what a good work looks like in one word, it's called love. Love God, love neighbor. Ten Commandments. It's all about loving God, loving the neighbor. Hmm. so uh yeah that's that's kind of that's on the table and there's a distinction a sharp distinction made between faith which receives and love which acts and and faith comes first without faith there is no love apart from me jesus says you can do nothing so i just want to get that on the table but you know inevitably what comes up in this discussion what where do people want to turn in the bible James, James, too, James, it's, it's always right. James. Hey, before we go there, oh, I'm, I want to go
1: there. I'm, I'm curious. When we talk about the new obedience, obedience seems like such a law word. Is this law or gospel or both?
0: Yeah, obedience in Greek is not that 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 bad a word. It sounds something different. Hippakuo. That does sound different than from, obedience from hippo, which is which is which is over, and akuo to hear. That is, it's an an action that results in our overhearing the word. You know, in other words, it's an action of the word at work in us, which kind of, our problem is that we hear the word obedience and we immediately go into self, whereas the new obedience is the work of the word in us or the work of Christ in us or the work of the spirit, however you want to say it. See, but it's not us. We're dead and, and we're effectively buried and out of the way. And now Christ... Uh, through his spirit, working through the word, calls forth good fruit that he wishes to produce in us. See,
1: I hear obedience and I think of a taskmaster standing over me saying, obey or else, you know, kind of thing. Uh, But that's not what we're getting here.
0: And and I think also there's sometimes a Lutheran um, hypersensitivity, if you will, to this. You know, we're so big on sola fide, faith alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's important because our status before God is justified is through faith alone, mm. that, that God reckons faith as righteousness for Jesus' sake. However, works are not excluded. Works are now brought into their proper perspective. Okay. You know, and the, the, the apology says we ought to do good works for four, four reasons, because four good reasons for doing good works as the justified, baptized, believing people of God. One God commands it. You know, okay. enough said, huh? Two, to exercise faith. If, 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 uh, if works are the fruit of faith, then faith is exercised by works of love. Uh, three, to give a testimony to the world. And that's where James kicks in, by the way, I think. But Jesus said that. He said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see.
1: I'm ready. See what? See Christ. See
0: No, not see Christ. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works (laughs) and give glory to your Father in heaven. See your good works. These are intended to be seen by others. You can't see Christ, you can't see faith, you can't see any of that. You can see good works. And, and so it's a testimony to others. I tell the kids that, higher things, you know, they, when, when you're talking to atheists, when you're talking to skeptics, when you're talking to unbelievers, what you say and what you do better hang together. Your, your life is as much a witness to your faith as your words. Now, your words are already actions, too. You know, your witness is, is an action of faith. And finally, then, uh, to render thanks, uh, that is, good works are thank offering, Eucharistic thank offering. Romans 12, 1, in view of the mercies of God, that is, because God is merciful to you in Christ, offer up your bodies as living sacrifices. That's our whole priesthood. That's our life. So in this, we
1: have God's command as an exercise of faith, testimony to the world about your good works, or, or about your God, rather, through your good works, and to render thanks for what God has done for us. Um, God gives us his commands, and in this he teaches us both that we need a Savior, but also what he is like and what his righteousness looks like. We have a good father. We don't have a taskmaster kind of father. And so when we look at the kindness of our God, in romans uh uh two fourteen that uh Roseboro brought up yesterday, which I think is one of the most overlooked passages that uh or you d- do you not know that it is the kindness of the Lord that leads you to repentance yeah
0: that's a <laughs> right see that that's a killer that's a killer passage yeah. because you have to if you if somebody's going to turn from one thing to another there's you have to have something to turn to, yeah, you know this is not cosmic eternal chicken where God says "I'll save you if you believe in me." Right, and you say, "I'll believe you if you save me." No, God doesn't ask; He just saves. Yeah, why, says, "Believe it." While we were yet enemies, yes, He He did these things yeah. for us. Yeah, I mean, you it know, all fits in. While while we were sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet enemies, God reconciled us to Himself.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're giving Him the finger and throwing dung at Him, and He dies for us you know in spite of our hatred for him so it's amazing so we we see the kind of loving father that we have we see in the 10 commandments and the rest of the law a reflection of god's righteousness and we who have been saved from so much sin look at this kind of a father and we say man i'd like to be more like that uh, it's not out of the fear that we are commanded to obey you know or else it's simply, this is my command, and because you're my children and I love you so much, I hope that you'll love me and want to be like me.
0: I, I think, it, this, and this goes back to the many functions of the law and how the law is heard. You know, we've, we've talked about this a number of times, the so-called third function of the law, mm-hmm. is that our, our identity, we have two identities. We, we have our, ourselves as we are in Adam, and that is pure sinner. And then we have ourselves as we are in Christ, and that is pure saint. When, the, when ourselves as we are in Christ looks at the law, there is no longer accusation because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So the law cannot condemn us any longer. So we as we are in Christ see and hear the law, and what we see is a description of who we are in Christ, in our perfect holiness mm-hmm. in Christ. But it's a description. And so it's, it, it guards us, it's actually protective, it guards us against our own screwy notions of holiness. Because uh, you know we'll invent some. If God doesn't describe to us what we look like in Christ, then we're going to come up with another image, and it won't be pretty. It'll be it'll be very religious, but it won't be very pretty. And we may be holding signs that say God hates. Bags. Yeah, that's you may be, you may think that that's that's doing the will of God right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: so by command, and then and then we have this as an exercise of faith. And this is a good tree bears good fruit. This is simply what Christians do. Uh, if you're a Christian, this happens now. Swirla, one of the things that I'm curious about in this is somewhere Luther makes a statement that says that the truly good works that we do are the ones that we aren't even aware of because we aren't busy patting ourselves on the back, giving ourselves boys, and holding them up like saying, look how good I am and that sort of thing. Does this come into play with that?
0: I'd have to look at context. Um, here's what I think, though, if I could anticipate. where I don't know where that comes from, but, you know... Faith does not look to its works or its fruit. Right. Faith has its its quote eyes unquote. Faith doesn't have eyes, but but faith looks toward Christ, to Jesus, the author, the the the, the beginning and the end of our faith, the, 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 the what what do they say, the pioneer and perfecter says right. Hebrews. Uh, we don't look at works. To look at works is almost to spoil it. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like a spiritual Heisenberg uncertainty principle that by the very act of observing your good works, you are going to draw uncertainty into the goodness of that work. Right. Because there's no work that we do that doesn't have the dirty fingerprints of Adam all over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is like the Pharisee that gives the the big amount to the church and drops in the coins one at a time, so it makes lots of noise. cha chink, cha and he's, he's standing there like, hey, look at me, look at how holy I am, versus the widow's mite. Who right. Who comes and gives all that she has quietly and nobody even notices. Um, it, sometimes in my life, when I've... Uh, You know, helped someone out or something like that. (laughs) What the the one or two times, those three times, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But there have been times where it's like, Oh, yeah, I just gave this guy two bucks down the street, blah blah blah, you know, whatever. And then there are other times where I'll give someone a little something and I'll say, You know what, maybe I should just store this up in my heart and have joy of it and not tell anyone and, and just kind of enjoy this in in the privacy that I probably should anyway.
0: And even better is the one where you didn't even think of it. That's
1: even better. And that goes back to what I was saying about that supposed Luther quote or the ones that we don't even know about, the ones that we don't premeditate. It's just this is the nature uh, I, I've been moved with compassion to help someone, and it, it's what everyone just ought to do.
0: Yeah, and I, this is the very nature of Luther is, is is that that when you take your own works and you you hold them up and admire them. Yeah. Um, you you will you will automatically by doing by holding them up and turning them in the light you're going to put greasy fingerprints all over them. <laughs> Isn't that true? Uh, there, there's a story I don't think Luther told us, but it's it's consistent with Lutheran theology where Luther is is uh, is uh, or Luther and, and Aquinas are standing at the pearly gates, you know. And, and this didn't uh, really happen. Uh, no, and oh, yeah. and uh, and and so Peter asks, or Aquinas comes with with a uh, a, a bag, a huge busting sack full of good works and he lays them down at the, at the feet of St. Peter and he says all these I have done by grace through faith for Christ's sake you know, that this was, this was, this was the gra- grace empowered me to do this and, and love, love fashioned my faith to produce all these works. And Luther's next to him and he's got nothing. He's barehanded. He's just, yeah. and Peter said, don't you have anything? He said, I left them all behind.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that illustrates it very nicely, is it? I didn't think, I, I didn't think of bringing them. Yeah. I left them all behind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and there's a, and speaking of, there's the, what, I think it's Revelation 14. It says later in the revelation blessed are those who die in the Lord henceforth blessed indeed says the spirit for they rest from their labors and can you finish the sentence their works do follow them Hmm. and so our works follow us into heaven they don't precede us they follow us because it's Christ who brings us into heaven and our works do follow us that's wonderful to know but they 're the, they 're not the lead thing
1: they follow us you You brought up one of the key passages that I love out of Hebrews. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfect of our faith, the alpha and omega of our faith the the beginning, the end the everything in between uh, who uh, scorning the cross uh, or or i 'm sorry now i 've got a brain lock here. Uh, anyway, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the Author and Perfecter of our faith. If we who for the joy, set, for the before joy him, set before him endured, endured the cross,
0: it. scorning its shame.
1: I quote this one every other week, and all of a sudden I just <laughs> I love out. that because I need my
0: lunch. His uh, yeah, we do need lunch. His joy was your salvation. Well, there's he was so heaven bent on saving you. There's certainly that. And or was he hell bent? He was. He was going to take on hell. <laughs> He's going to take on hell for you. he was hell bent to save you. But the thing that I love about this is
1: get your eyes off yourself and yeah. put them where they belong.
0: And you know that gets to James because James always comes up and I'm not going to quibble about whether James belongs or not. Let's you know we got him. He's he's in our canon. Let's let's receive him, you know. But he's
1: Antelgamo. Oh, come on.
0: He's... <laughs> Let's pour him a drink, you know, give him some more d'oeuvres. He gets to be in on the party, okay? I think he, I think he does need to loosen up a little He's bit. a little tight. But, yeah. but uh, you know, first, remember, he's very Hebraic. So what he says is, and a lot in James chapter 2 and 1 also, when he talks law, James is not Lutheran. James is Hebraic. So law probably means Torah try that first. When he talks about the perfect law of liberty, he's not talking about how the law frees us. He's talking about the perfect Torah of liberty that is the gospel of Jesus. You got to get that straight. You know, there's a lot of, lot of ignorant interpretations of James just based just because there's no, not taking into account context.
1: Well, let's touch on that for a second because I don't know if you're real clear for those who aren't in on this, but Torah doesn't just mean law. It also means teaching.
0: It's the whole counsel of God. It's right. the law and the gospel in those narrow terms. It's both, you know, the preaching of God's wrath and His mercy, right? His judgment, His forgiveness,
1: right? So it's the whole teaching of God. Unfortunately, uh, a lot of times when we hear Torah from uh, various teachers, that's
0: just received as pure law the ten yeah, commandments you no know, the ten commandments and, you know. are, are part of and and they're right. they're not even commandments in the torah they're words yeah, they're the, ten descriptors they're the ten Decalogue. words yeah. they're not even in imperatives you know, no. It, it's it's it's, it's it's you will have no other gods. You will not. This is this is what my people do and don't do. It's, so, anyway, I, I want to get to James two though, because but, it it always comes up when it comes to this business of obedience 14? and good works. Um, I'm going to look at earlier? fourteen. I like yeah. for, fourteen is good. Um, although I like the way thirteen ends. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fourteen. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have work? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and is lacking in daily food, and one of you says to him, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving him the things needed for the body, what good is that? Now, this is analogy, okay? In other words, James is saying, To blab about your faith without having any works is as meaningless as coming up to somebody who is hungry uh, or naked and say, uh, be filled, be warmed. Those are empty words. They're hollow. They mean nothing. And so he says, so also, there's your analogy, so also by itself, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. (laughs) It's still faith. This is dead faith. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Trying to divide faith and works, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, show me your faith apart from your works, James says, and I will show you my faith by my works. There's the key, right there. How does how is my faith visible before men? Mm. My works. Mm-hmm. Faith is hidden in the heart. Faith is a relationship before God. Faith is a trust in the heart. How do you know that I trust the the airplane that I flew on on Monday? How do you know when I say I trust Southwest Airlines? They said it's had, a, it's had a, <laughs> a whole blow in one of their
1: airplanes. <laughs> you got in and sat down.
0: I got I did something. <laughs> if, if I say to somebody at the gate, I trust Southwest Airlines, I trust those 737s, those mechanics, and then I refuse to get on the plane? Yeah. Not not real trust there. Yeah. I say, I love my wife, you know, but I'm never at home. Yeah. I'm catting around with women. I'm doing all kinds of this. Wait a minute. Uh, your words, uh, yeah, I don't believe you. Your actions, you know, I can't see love in the heart, but boy, while well, I'm watching you and that don't look like love to me. You know, so it, that's what James is saying, is, is that you cannot you cannot show me your faith, but I can show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, that's, a, you know, straight out of the Shema. You say the Shema, good. Even the demons believe and shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Was not Abraham our father, I love this now, justified by works (laughs) when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? Ah, You see that faith was active along with his works and faith was completed by his works, made complete, made teleos, and the scripture was fulfilled that said Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called a friend of God. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Does it sound like like James and Paul are having an argument here? Not really. Oh, it does. No, not I think really. they violently disagree with one another. I think this is a flaming contradiction in the scriptures. No, because I think we're getting two <laughs> kinds of righteousness here. Ah. Yes. But, but I think there's an argument going here. You think? I think. Okay. Because Paul did not get along with that Jerusalem crowd. Read Galatians. That's a good point, yeah. When, when the James boys came to, yeah. uh, to uh, Antioch and Peter went and followed them and turned into a hypocrite and I had to call him out, you know, yeah. before everybody. Yeah. I think there's bad blood here because it's the same, the same verse. Abraham believed God. It was credited to him as righteousness. And James says, by his works.
1: But then if we look at Romans, Paul is heavy on works, especially on the front half of the thing.
0: Not the way James is. Not really going. Yeah. I'm, I'm going on, though. I'm, okay. I'm setting up the right. tension. I think okay. the Holy Spirit preserved this tension. I think you're just dramatic. No, I, no I'm i pedagogical. Queen. And in the same way he all, I heard that. And in the same <laughs> way also, not, was not also Rahab the hooker of Jericho? Yes. And you notice how the soldiers go right to the prostitute's house, men on leave. You, I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way. And then the clincher verse is verse 26 for as the body apart from the it says spirit but really panoima breath mm-hmm. the body without breath is dead he's hebraic remember body and breath not this greek soul business body and breath as the as the body apart from the breath is dead so also faith apart from works is dead so i come across a body and it's laying there and you say is it breathing and you say no it's dead <laughs> Um, but, but the body is not the breath and the breath is not the body. And, and, and so faith that is not breathing, exhaling is dead faith. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, now here's my clincher. What's James talking about? The beginning says this, you show me, I show you. A man is justified before men by right. his works. We not have before a- God. By men. Before Before men. men. Yeah. Before God, he's justified by faith alone apart from works, as Paul says. You know, Dr. Nagel used to say, if you're worried about your faith, talk to Paul. If you're worried about your works, talk to James.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have a horizontal and a vertical here. We've got these two different kinds of righteousness. You have a righteousness before man and righteousness before God. Uh, We have that righteousness before God imputed to us. Through the Holy Spirit, and God just simply credits to our account everything that He has, and that would be His righteousness, his, his perfection to us. He declares us to be righteous, and therefore we are righteous. Now what do righteous people do?: Works of righteousness. There you go. They, they live a righteous life. They reflect who they are. But Bill, I'm a dirt bag. In, I love to sin
0: in Adam. Yeah. In Christ, you're not a dirt bag.
1: But I love my sin, and
0: I hate it. Yeah, you hate it. <laughs> That's right. You hasten to add. Right. You love it, and in, you hate
1: it. In my flesh, I love it. In in my Christianity, in, in my new man, I hate it.
0: You sound like Paul, Romans 7. The yeah. good that I want to do, I don't do. The evil that I don't want to do. Now, you notice there's a will there. He does not want to do these things. No. And yet he does. And he divorces himself from it. He says, It's sin at work in me that does these things. But he is in himself a wretched man. Oh, wretched man that I am, he says. And that's what you're saying. You're a wretched man. No, I said I'm a (laughs) dirtbag. In yourself. That's pretty wretched, a (laughs) dirtbag. Yeah, that is. is. That's kind of the right understanding of boasting I'm weak on sanctification. In myself. In Christ I am perfect pure and holy so don't denigrate Christ either you and him or him and you. <laughs> that's what's dangerous about that.
1: We're running short on time but I really believe that Lutherans don't tend to talk much about sanctification because usually when we're talking about sanctification we're not fixing our eyes on Jesus we're fixing our eyes on ourselves.
0: And you know see that's I glad you that's a great point because yeah. sanctification is Christ in action right. in us not we in action in us and that's the big mistake.
1: That's right. So uh, we're almost out of time. We hit uh, the two kinds of uh, of righteousness. We uh, touched on James briefly, and and hopefully showed that James and Paul could be friends. Uh, in oh, I think I think
0: theologically they're they are perfectly compatible and they're complementary. I, I personally don't think they liked each other very much, <laughs> <laughs> which is good hope because you know I mean there are people within the church that we don't agree with either or we don't, uh, we don't uh, like terribly, or we have different emphases, but it's the brilliance of the general editorship of the Holy Spirit that I think he can take this conflict between Judaic Christianity and, and more sort of Pauline, if I, if I dare say there is such a thing, but there's a real tension between the Christians who come out of Judaism and the Christians who come out of Gentile paganism, and to bring this tension together and make it work. You know, that faith... It, that works are the visible the visible manifestation of faith which is seen by God and credited before Him as righteousness.
1: That brings this program to a close. Go in peace and serve the Lord.
0: Thanks be to God. Jesus is a friend of mine Jesus
1: is my friend. Jesus is a friend of